Wyverns and Weirdos Curse of Strahd is a horror-themed campaign, and as such, contains dark themes, including descriptions of gore, violence, and other features intrinsic to the gothic horror genre. Hello, and welcome to Wyverns and Weirdos, that's Curse of Strahd. I'm your Dungeon Master Darby, and joining me as always are Zoe, playing Sevia, Emily, playing Beatrice, Laura playing Conrad, Mitch playing Designation 42, Exley, and Johanna playing Fall. Let's jump into it. So, where we last left off, uh, the party made their way down uh, Mount, uh, Mount Gacchus, where the Amber Temple uh, was and made their way back towards the Selenka Pass uh, to camp down for the night. Uh, they had their, their night's rest, uh, which passed mostly uh, without incident. And then in the morning, uh, while preparing to head back across the pass, Exley and Conrad ventured off into the, the woods where Exley uh, reformed the bones and uh, flesh of several creatures into a zombie-like figure uh, with a uh, bejeweled head. Um, so, that is where we pick back up. Okay, so Exley has um, just created this figure, um, which he has lovingly dubbed Prime, um, and is just sort of standing there. Excellent. So Conrad, yes, while he was watching, was quite, I don't know, kind of like scowling with his arms folded as the whole ritual thing happened, I believe, and I think I described that he looked quite delighted as this creature was um, brought to life I suppose and then introduced um, and he kind of has gone from like folding his arms to kind of like uh, clasping his like hands together I suppose um, and um, uh, I suppose yeah like so he's like grinning and he'll be like um, excellent prime this is Marvelous 42. Welcome, Prime. I believe you'll be most useful. You... You have not displayed such a, an ability before, 42. Is this creature... of your own command? And he'll step forward, um, closer, I suppose. I believe it is, yes. You believe? Can you test? Prime. Good. Well, good test so far. Has not attacked either, so... Curious. 
I must ask, what is your thought of creating this? I do thank you for showing me. You are most welcome. You have expressed an interest in the past. I have. And I still do. I think it is an interesting magic that you are employing or something else. I believe it to be a different strand of magic. Yes. Similar, but also dissimilar from that of Sevia. It does appear to be different from Sevia's. Do you believe all magic? I suppose you have mentioned you are new to this too. Do you believe all magic comes from different sources? and manifests in different ways. I believe magic can come from whatever instance you channel it from. Curious. Well, these lands are full of much magic, so manifesting it in such a way, gestures to prime and quite like a grand sort of way, um, that is magnificent. I, I am much impressed and much curious of your, the way your magic has manifested, I suppose. As am I. So. It shall be good to test out in future. Uh, so for my reference, Mitch, are you using the skeleton or zombie version of the statue? The zombie version. The zombie version. Okay. So you make your way out of the woods and Paul is probably the first to see it. Um, so is that what Exley wants to do? Yeah. Um, Exley is not going to bring this creature okay. out of the woods straight away. Okay. Um, <laughs> he's going to keep Prime in the clearing and uh, yeah. introduce... Prime to the group very slowly and with a lot of uh, preamble. Yeah, because I imagine Conrad, his next question would be how plan you to introduce to the group? Sevia shall be very interested to see it, I imagine. I will be perfectly honest. And he turns and looks back at Prime. I did not no, if this would work. So ah. I had not thought that far ahead. Interesting. Well, I, I'm sure everyone can uh, acquiesce to this new addition to the group, certainly. It's prime shall be most advantageous to us. I suppose we shall just have to find out. We shall see. I again thank you for showing me this. You are most welcome. I am glad it did not go horribly wrong. Well, I am too. And then Conrad will go, well, shall we return to the group? That would be a wonderful idea. 
and we do. Um, and as as they are ambling towards the uh, the warehouse, well, um, Conrad will because uh, he's kind of striding ahead, but he will kind of pause for a moment and then turn out checks and go. I have not completed the talk we had yesterday. I do not know if I made some things plain. I would, however, be curious to learn more of your magic that you have employed to create Prime. I have an interest in the energy that can be harnessed in this land now. That is all I shall say. And then he will continue to stride on. I actually will not respond to that. Yeah, that's fair. And we return to the group. All right. So, yeah, so Sevia, uh, Fall, and Beatrice, you see Exley and Conrad reapproaching the group. Good morning, everyone. Did the spell work? I believe it did. It certainly did. Good. That's good. Um, what did it do? Neither of you look particularly different. Cora just starts to grin <laughs> and then folds his arms, hands across his chest and then just stares at Exley. Um, <clears throat> Exley's going to look over to uh, the entire group, uh, not maintaining eye contact with any one individual at all, um, and say, you are all aware that... I have used my magic in the past to create friends. Duh. Yes. Very aware. <laughs> I have, in thinking last night while you were all sleeping, I thought of an idea on how I could amend that. And potentially make them more powerful. I, right. I believe I have achieved that goal and would very much like to introduce you to my new friend. However, I must warn you, this one is different. Different how? He is much stronger, much more powerful, and I believe to be a worthy acquaintance in this group. Okay, uh -huh. I guess we need all the help we can get. <laughs> Beatrice is going to turn to Sevia and just say, I think you should brace yourself. Just a feeling. Just a feeling. I, I, I feel that. I feel that. I feel that. She holds Fall's hand. <laughs> Fall holds it back just as tightly. <laughs> Good. Such glum faces. I'm certain you will much enjoy meeting one of Exley's newest friend. Uh, Exley's going to turn to the forest. Halfway, uh, he's going to stop 
very briefly to I am not so sure and turn to the forest and uh, call out Prime please join us now and hopefully you will all hear uh, some footsteps through the underbrush slowly getting louder as um, a tree is almost bent and then cracked as a large hand sort of gets around it and just snaps it in half as this lumbering mismatched zombie with a skeleton head and glowing red uh, stone eyes climbs out of the underbrush. Nice use of the skull. Thank you. It is what gave me the idea. <laughs> oh, holy kidnap. Um, I will say for the record, Sevia nat 20 on her constitution saving throw, so she doesn't Ooh. faint. Oh, there you go. <laughs> oh, let's see how full does. Well, that's concerning. (laughs) It's powerful. And the whole time, like, as this, like, thing has been, like, lumbering, like, creeping towards everyone, I guess, um, Connor has had his hands on his hips and he's just been, like, greeting at the rest of the party without even turning around um, as Prime arrives. He looks far too pleased at this point. My word. I'm sure he'll be most helpful, but I have a feeling we should not take him into town. I do not think he will be well received in a town. No. All right. Um, Are we ready to head off? I would... I would like... Exley... Why, beyond the power, why? We were discussing about recruiting allies in the coming fray. I believe I have. Good, right, quite, very good. Um. You know what? Splendid. Let's let's go into town. That's this is fine. Everything's fine. It's fine, isn't it? Full. Yes. Good. Yes. Good. Oh yeah. I love um um actually attempting to murder me um twice. Yeah, my heart it cannot take this. That's um hmm. No, it's a very smart decision, actually. I just really really hate to look at it. Hmm. He will walk yeah. to the back of the group. Mm. Okay, um, hmm. I'll just picture that thing walking behind me. Yes, okay. Would you prefer him to walk in front? No, 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 <laughs> let's go, let's go. Let's go. Beatrice walks up behind them just before they leave and sort of just reaches up and just pats them both on the shoulders and then <clears throat> heads, heads back towards the back. She'll walk in just in front of the prime. Sevia startles. <laughs> Same. Beatrice is the uh, 
zombie body. <laughs> <laughs> Just um, confirming as well. Um, we're pretty much walking on foot, aren't we? Because um, there's only Esmeralda's magical cart, if it's still there. Mm. Yeah. Because Connor has had to set his horse free. Um, yes. Before then to the temple. Yes, that's yeah. right. We still have to go back through the through the fire yeah. gate. Oh, we Wait, did oh. that, I think. No. Did we? No, no, we haven't. At the base of the mountain. Oh, cool. So hopefully, hopefully. at least Esmeralda's <laughs> cart's there. I guess we'll find out. Yeah. Uh, but... So, uh... Once we get past the pass, uh, once once we get past the bridge, uh, do we want to follow the road back to Valaki, or do we want to cut through and go as directly as possible? It might save us an hour uh, or so to cut straight through, but it might be a bit riskier. Hmm... Well, considering the diminished supplies we have and um, the injuries we are sustaining, an hour's a saving an hour potentially on foot, which is not great, but um, saving an hour's travel is not much compared to potentially coming across further danger. At least that is what I believe. Beatrice, what do you believe? Uh... <laughs> I think you may be right, although the road will take us straight back past uh, that uh, ruin, will it not? Uh, mm. No, that would be uh, cutting through. That would be cutting through. Good. Might be best to avoid cutting through then. Yes. Probably don't want to come across that uh, delightful old lady again. Yeah. And uh, the wasps or whatever. So, Both yeah. equally detestable. Um, okay. So, uh, let's, shall we head off? Someone, someone, uh, one of our casters who is capable of doing it got, uh, dispelled magic at the ready. Yes. Yes. All right. I am also prepared. All right. Let's get going then. Sevia does not let go of Fall's hand. Okay. All or neither then. Um, so, you make your way through to the pass, um, let me double check that whether there is a DC for this, uh, yes, so, Sevia, mm -hmm. can you please roll me, as you cast Dispel Magic, an intelligence check? Yeah. As <laughs> this is... Uh... Because I'm, assu I'm assuming you're just doing a third level dispel magic. Yeah, I'll do it at the base level. Yeah. All right. Uh, an intelligence. Ooh, that intelligence. Um, that's a nineteen. Okay, the flames are suppressed. Um. All right. Uh, let's let's get through. We don't know how long this is going to last. Yes, I don't want to lose any more of my hair than I already have. Okay. Yes. Alright. And you make your way through. Oh, that was so much easier than last time. Um, and you reach uh, where the cart was left, and you see this these burnt-out uh, husk. Um, oh. Ah. Uh. 
so... <sighs> Uh, well, I'm glad I let the horse free then. Who, who would who would have? I suppose at least Esmeraldas were magical. So, Sevia and Beatrice, with your yeah. passive investigation scores, you you would have um, you would be able to piece together that like um, at least at least part of this is because um, the uh, the trap. Uh, would would have triggered, um, thus exploding out the cart. Um, but uh, there seem there seems it seems like someone tried to do something with the cart, tried to get in through the regular way, uh, and yeah. Is there a buddy? Um, <laughs> yeah, there is. There is a. Uh, there is an ashen body. Not uh, another one. It uh, looks like somebody tried to get into cart. Well, that's annoying. Um, all right. Uh, let's quickly see what we can salvage. Uh, then get on our way. Um... Excellent. Entirely on foot. Wonderful. Right. Uh, it should only be about four hours or so. Good. Well, I'm sure there will be a bath at the end of those four hours, so it's only four hours. That should be fine. All right. Uh, if anyone is directly opposed to walking, I can turn myself into a horse but I will only be able to carry two of you. <clears throat> I'll be fine. Uh, that's all right, actually. Okay. I, I would be interested, but it, was, it would be little use in having only one member or two potentially out of everyone moving at a slightly faster rate. Unless, of course, we're... Um, uh, doing uh reconnaissance work to make ensure there's nothing ahead but um probably not much use for the group as a whole i suppose all right reconnaissance work it is then and he's going to turn to prime and say um and give him the instruction to follow the rest of the group <laughs> and we'll turn him to a raven Oh, so he will fly above ah. the group. Hmm. All right. Um, um Sevia is going to be the, get that that stiffness she used to get like around bodies, like that straightened spine kind of thing. But she's going to try and help Esmeralda dig through the cart to salvage okay. stuff. So, um, there is uh the. Burnt carcass of a chicken, um, <laughs> with with uh, shattered, uh, rotten, uh, by this point, eggs, um, uh, like a kind of silver, uh, yeah, uh, silver. She just left a chicken in there to die. Like there's 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 feed and the like in there. Oh, um, sorry. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, there is a a shattered lyre with uh, 
with golden strings, um, a tiny wooden box that, due to its size, seems to have survived the uh, the incineration. Um, opening it reveals a a small deck of cards wrapped in silk. Um, uh, there's some slightly burnt, but still serviceable, kind of protected by the uh, the wardrobe uh, sets of fine clothes and traveler's clothes. So three sets of fine clothes, two of traveler's clothes. Um, most, like, they'd be best fit on Esmeralda. Uh, but uh, any one of a similar enough build could probably wear them. Um, uh, several pairs of shoes. A uh, few different weapons, but the only things of real interest uh, of the weapons are ten silvered crossbow bolts. Um, so, um, yeah, so you see as Esmeralda sorting through it all and all she really finds to kind of pocket and take with her are the, are the deck and the, the bolts. The entire time Sevier is helping her, she's just sneezing constantly. <laughs> but trying to hide it. <laughs> um, I will say Paul is just kind of standing off to the side and just looking like very like angrily at Esmeralda. Um what do the cards do, Esmeralda? Uh, it's a deck of illusions. Uh plays distraction. Oh, but, uh, like for doing tricks or for illusory magic? Illusory magic. Ooh. Interesting. I haven't seen one of those in a while. A um, couple of other things uh, that are found. Um, there are two spell scrolls um, that... Uh, quickly, yeah, you'd probably be able to quickly identify what these are, like, just from the writing of them. Um, so one of Major Image and one of Remove Curse. Um, uh, Major Image and Remove Curse. A charred map of Barovia. And a charred, um, charred journal page. Uh, that appears to be, uh, so, uh, let me, let me find the text here. Ooh. Um, so, reading through it. For more than three decades now, have undertaken to investigate and expose creatures of darkness to the purifying light of truth and knowledge. Hero, I am named in some circles. Sage and master hunter, I'm called in others. That I have survived countless supernatural assaults is seen as a marvel among my, my peers. My name is spoken with fear and loathing among my foes. In truth, 
This virtuous calling began as an obsessive effort to destroy a vampire that murdered my child. And it has become for me a tedious and bleak career. Even as my life for hunting monsters began, I felt the weight of time on my weary shoulders. Today, I am a man who has simply lived too long. Like a regretful lich, I find myself inexorably bound to an existence I, ought, I sought out of madness and seemingly must now endure for all eternity. Of course, I shall die, but whether I shall ever rest in my grave haunts my idle thoughts and torments me in my dreams. I expect those who think me a hero will change their minds when they know the whole truth about my life as a hunter of the unnatural. Nevertheless, I must reveal here and now that I have been the indirect yet certain cause of many deaths and the loss of many good friends. Mistake me not, I do not merely feel sorry for myself. Rather, I come to grips with the devastating realization. I now see that I am the object of a baleful curse. More tragically, the nature of this hex is such that I have not borne the brunt of it. Instead, far worse, those who surround me have fallen victim to it. I've related the tragic story of how my only child, Erasmus, was taken and sold to a vampire. I explained how Erasmus was made a minion of the Night Stalker, how it's my miserable part to free him from that fate at the point of a stake. What I have neglected to illuminate before is how I tracked Erasmus' kidnappers across the land, or how I extracted Erasmus' whereabouts from them. Fact, they took Erasmus with my own unwitting permission. They brought an extremely ill member of their group to me one evening, insisted that I treat him, but I was unable to save this young man's life. In fear of retribution, I begged them to take anything of mine, if only they would withhold their terrifying powers, which I knew nothing. To my lasting astonishment, they chose to surreptitiously take my son in exchange for their loss. By the time I realized what had occurred, they were already an hour gone. Incensed beyond reason, I strapped the body of the dead young man to my horse, and doggedly followed the, the caravan through the woods naively allowing the sun to set before me without seeking shelter from the night. Shortly after darkness fell, I was beset by undead that would have slain me, but not their master, a lich, intervened and spared my life, for reasons that I do not completely understand. He somehow detected me, and with his powerful magic, took control of a pack of zombies that wandered in the forest. He spoke to me through the mouths of the dead things and placed a magic ward against undead on me, then animated the dead and bade it tell me where I could find its people. Unfortunately, I say in hindsight, the plan worked. Found the child stealers and my unwelcome entourage included a growing horde of voracious undead that could not touch me thanks to the lich's ward. When I found the caravan, I threatened to set the zombies on them unless they returned my dear boy. They replied that he had been sold to the vampire Baron Matis. Something inside me snapped. I realized the zombie. I released the zombies, and the entire tribe was eaten alive. Yet the story has not ended. Before she died, the leader cursed me, 
thing. Live you always among monsters. See everyone you love die beneath their claws. Even now, so many years later, I can hear her words with painful clarity. A short time later, I found my dear Erasmus made into a vampire. He begged me to end his curse, which I did with a heavy heart. The darkness has torn him from my loving arms forever. Foolishly believed that the curse had exacted its deadly toll. I wept until an insatiated desire for revenge filled the bottomless rift in my heart. With your intelligence, uh, it doesn't take much uh, consideration to piece together that this is from the journal of Rudolf van Richten. Oh, 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 no, 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 no. That's not, that's not good. That's very, very bad. That's bad. But poor man. Is Esmeralda in here with me? Uh, yeah. And it's not really in per se, but yeah. Okay. I am going to do a lot, a last ditch effort to see if I can find any more pages. Uh, roll me an investigation check. I can 100% do that. That's a natural 20. Okay, that was... That. Um, so with my investigation, that makes it a 29? Yeah, that's that would have been about the only thing that you would have gotten anything new out of. Um, <laughs> so there's, 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 like, there's not much new. Uh, and this isn't something that's uh, necessarily uh, in here. Uh, but um, you don't necessarily find anything that details um, any more of Van Richten's story. But you do manage to find um, what appear to be bits and pieces of his notes on an early encounter with Strahd. Ooh. Uh, and some, some of it is, is stuff that, uh, you're aware of, such as, uh, sunlight, uh, by, so sunlight is bad for him, um, but it, uh, goes even further and suggests that sunlight seems to bind him to his form, um, which is, which... Considering your fight with him, you piece together, you're able to piece together that that's probably why he, uh, the major reason why he was, uh, trying to get out of the, uh, the, the sunlight and the moonbeam, uh, before, the sunlight yeah, beam. Yeah. This, before turning into a bat. Um, uh, that merely killing him does not seem to be enough, uh, as he will turn into a, a cloud of mist instead of falling unconscious. 
Uh, there is speculation on Van Richten's part that maybe this is not quite so in sunlight. Um, and also uh, an addendum of, like, if if he is anything like other vampires, this misty form will probably seek out his coffin. Um, and if he is killed there, it will likely be permanent. Um, Strahd is a uh, an accomplished uh, mage. Um, capable... Uh, and what else would you and and some notes on Strad's uh strategies um Ooh. so um so Van Richten notes that Strad appears to always try to act when he has the advantage um so uh so wait waiting for what he considers to be the most advantage movement and putting himself into the most advantageous position that he can um he also uh he also is uh not one to stick around when he knows he's in over his head uh he is a very intelligent combatant um who appears to have the ability to regenerate um, as as part of his undeath. Uh, and finally, the last thing that it mentions is uh, where, what is it called? I need to remember what it's called. Ooh, a special thing. Yeah. There is. So it mentions something called the Heart of Sorrow. Um, mm -hmm. So the Heart of Sorrow seems to be uh, essentially a uh, a structure of some sort within Ravenloft that. Uh, that aids Strahd in keeping himself alive. Um, like, or undead, I guess. Keeping, keeping himself from falling um, in combat. Uh, so, uh, it doesn't... Van Richten doesn't make any note of where the Heart of Sorrow is. Um, other than it being in Ravenloft itself. With the fact that Sevia went through that model of um, Ravenloft and uh, memorised parts of it, would she be able to work out a basic idea of what kind of room would have that kind of structure in it? Okay, uh, roll me... Uh... Roll me an intelligence check. Nineteen. Nineteen. Oh, wait. You said at the time, uh, I don't know if this is going to count because I'm not in Ravenloft, but you said because I memorized the thing, I should have advantage. Yes, you should. 
That's a natural 20. <laughs> um, so... That's a 25. Yeah, I I need to I need to double check exactly where it is, but yeah, you know uh you you know exactly where the heart of sorrow would be. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Like there there is Yeah, uh where where is it? I am trying to get the, a spot to give you the correct name. Ah, yes. So it is within the spires of Ravenloft. Um, and it is, yeah, so it's approximately, yeah, uh, so it's, it's within Within the spires, uh, leading to the high, high tower peak of the castle. Okay. Um. Sevia is, has been just digging through soot for like 20 minutes. Um. And when she has all this kind of compiled together, she's probably got like a big smudge up her face. And she's going to, as calmly as she can, go, Conrad, may I have a word? Um, so Conrad, for this, um, the whole duration, has been pretty uninterested with digging through dirt to find things. Um, and has kind of just been standing, I think because it was like on sort of like a cliffside landing, just like standing there looking out. Um, valley or the mists below or something like that yep. has been kind of like doing some weird like um like sleight of hand type thing with like um which is no mean feat considering it's his um the uh the gambler's blade um but some kind of weird sleight of hand thing where it like just it, it disappears and then he kind of like gets it back in his hand again that kind of stuff um, which would look really cool if people were paying attention. Um, but then he kind of like, uh, he kind of like starts a bit and um, grabs that and then just kind of like shoves in the sort of like uh, holster is made and turns around um, a bit jumpily. And then like, oh, yes. Um, yes, of course. And he strides over. Okay. Sevier kind of grabs all the, all the, bits of burnt paper and notes and kind of just plonks straight on the ground and starts laying it all out. Have a look, have a look. Oh, oh okay. Um, hmm. And he will like kind of crouch down and look at how she's arranged in the, pa the pa bits of paper. I found, I don't know why Esmeralda has this, but um, there's notes from Van Richten's journal about his how he became a hunter. And oh. then there's also all these notes about times he has encountered Strahd. And th some things we know, like that Strahd doesn't like the sunlight, but Van Richten supposes that potentially uh, this could prevent Strahd from being able to shapeshift. And also oh. that uh, Strahd is a mage, uh, which I believe we knew from the book, uh, with you yes. working that out. Yeah, see, and he uh, kind of also, like uh, pops down the, the the diary from Strad, and then also picks out his his own diary. 
while she's saying this. I will also say this, this is not a private conversation. (laughs) (laughs) CV is too excited. She just wants, wanted to tell Conrad first. Yeah, Um, also, uh, if we get Strahd to a point where he would normally fall unconscious, he doesn't. He instead turns into mist. But Van Richten supposes that the mist would try to return to his coffin, as most normal vampires tend to, apparently. And if we kill him in his coffin, then he's permanently dead. Um, There's also uh, Strahd only acts when he believes he has the advantage in something and he will leave if he thinks there's a chance he will lose as he did with us which quite exciting he thought he was going to lose to us that's quite good for our self-esteem really um but then uh he doesn't again he doesn't stick around when he knows he's going to lose he can regenerate in a certain extent which we saw we saw him healing from wounds that fireball should definitely have put him on the ground and yet it didn't yes i have witnessed him heal from a stake through back so yes (laughs) yes but then uh this is van richten supposes of something called uh the heart of sorrow which is a structure within ravenloft that he believes is what is helping Strahd with that regeneration power, is what is helping him not fall in combat. Uh, uh, Van Richten doesn't know where it is, but I believe I do. You do? Uh, how? How came you by this knowledge? That model I climbed in, in the temple, um, I was looking around, there was a room that's in one of the spires leading to, to the high tower peak that seemed strange and the there were structures within it that um seemed oh. quite odd to me and i believe that is the heart of sorrow interesting so something must be a, a, a retrieved or tampered with and he um while cv has been talking about this he yeah he, he popped his diary open and he's been taking like flick through some pages like um possibly oh i don't know the page you opened up in, if Sylvia had glanced down while she was nattering, looks to be like a quite a detailed like drawing of quite possibly from a very quick glance, uh, fallen Sylvia talking um, by like firelight. But he flicks really fast past that and then starts to take um, shorthand notes in again uh, the Seratan uh, shorthand um, while she's talking the whole time. It's interesting. So. That would be a very good thing to attempt to uh, take a look at or to pinpoint or target. Yes, even the fact it's in the top spires makes it difficult to get to before encountering Strahd, but if there were a way to take it out either prior or after having gotten him to a point where he turns into mist, then some of us could be waiting by his coffin ready to strike and the others could destroy the heart of sorrow therefore ending any possibility of strad coming back excellent tactical assessment sevia that would be fantastic yes is, yes quite good good yes uh, pinpointing exactly where each party needs to be in order to achieve well the result we wish that is very good 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 job 
good. We Thank have you. some fun framework for a plan. I do not think we can uh, retrieve or tamper with this uh, heart of sorrow, as you call it, even if we were to be invited, if we were to take up Strad's invite to dinner, considering how poorly our attempt at uh, subterfuge with the applet went. I believe Strad, a much more charismatic individual um so he would be uh even better at uh pinpointing that we any form of subterfuge but this is good to know this and perhaps to have an understanding of where to go yes and i do think um it when we get to the tavern at the end of our walk or maybe maybe while we're on the i'll have a thing i'll see if i can i'll see if any of the of the rooms in the model maybe signified where Strad coffin it would yes. be good to know how hard it would be if we were to split up to deal with that yes especially given um well many members here have considerable power but um the resources that they can channel are different so yes if there is a, an idea of distance perhaps that we can ascertain then yes. that would be good very useful yes. i think that is yes, yes good yes <laughs> thank you uh, uh, mm. If not, there is a chance that maybe I don't know if Exley could fly into the to the tower and maybe destroy the heart of sorrow himself. But it would yes. still be good to know where Strad's coffin is in case in case anything happens. Indeed, yes, I think it will be um, important to uh, inform Forty Two when we have plan. Yes, um, Exley at this point has been sort of just flying in a low yeah, circle up. above. He has been <laughs> listening into up. this conversation. Yeah. Um, and he's going to fly and perch on the um, uh, part of the, the burnt-out husk. Um, and, yeah, we'll just sort of mm. sit and core and watch so the two of you. He tilts his head and quirks his eyebrow and, like, makes Sevia follow his gaze to where Exley is perched. Mm. Yes, that. Yes, that would be very helpful. Yes, we shall have to see. Yes, I'm sure we can. This is just what I came up with while reading the notes. I'm sure we, as a group, can come up with something far better. No, uh, certainly. Once we ascertain what everyone's skills are and how we can apply them to the situation, I think that would be a that is a very good framework for a plan. Yes. Um, and confirm uh, who we've got on board. Ah, ah yes. Indeed. Esmeralda. Why do you have all of Van Richten's notes? I She's quite curious. Was trained by him? This but, is known to you? Yes, but his his personal journal. My tutors did not give me their diary. That story about his son, why would he I let's just say I, I discovered it. Insight check. Okay. Yeah, alright, insight check as well. I presume yours will be better than mine. <laughs> mine was a two, so Coach just like just like kind of like raises his eyebrows like quite high and just like, hmm. Don't That's a 24. <laughs> what is with your rolls tonight, Zoe? Crazy. <laughs> this, this gold oh dice God. is 
God Uh I mean, there's nothing about her to suggest dishonesty, but there is probably more to the story than she's letting on. So with the two, Connor raises his eyebrows, looks at Esmeralda, thinks very hard, and then has quite a disgusted look on his face, and then kind of looks down back down at the pages. Shall, right. Shall we get on the road? Uh, just while that's all going on, Beatrice is going to poke at the body. She's going to see whether there's anything left of the husk of the body. Okay. I was going to say that I was going to say that Falls tries to bury the body, so I guess Falls just standing there like, oh, what are you, what are you doing? <laughs> right. So uh, roll me and let's say an investigation check on this body. Investigation. Okay. Yes. Ooh, um, that's pretty good. Let me just, that's not what I'm waiting on. Uh, 25. 25. Okay. Uh, it appears to be human. Um, the bits and pieces of like clothes and like charred clothes and equipment that you can kind of you manage you manage to piece together this person was likely some form of like uh of bandit um like just who who probably saw what they thought would be a really easy target um and uh tripped the trap Hmm. Well, uh, it's not what not a, uh, found anything useful on him or who is the poor, the poor person? Yeah. It's all pretty burnt. Uh, he would have just been some bandit. Not very good falling into a trap like that. Um, yeah. There's, there's also, uh, a, a pouch containing like one silver piece and nine copper pieces in it. Beatrice pockets it. <laughs> Fair. Yeah, yeah, nothing of interest. And she gets up and sort of kicks it as she gets up. Um, and I take it full, buries the body once that's done. Yeah, full just yeah. starts burying it like, oh, yes, it's just annoying having someone dying and just, yes, and all these people that are starving us. It's terrible to be... <laughs> I'm sure I were terrible person. <laughs> all right. So, once that's all sorted, uh, the six of you head off, or I guess technically seven if you want to include uh, Prime. Uh, Prime is a member of the group. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Head head up the road. Um, Excuse. Eventually, you get to the Raven River crossroad that you have been to before. And start, uh, and head, uh, east along it, uh, eventually getting, uh, returning to the town of Valaki, uh, around about, probably, probably, about one well, before we do that, yeah. where is Exley parking from? Ah, yes. 
or is uh, Prime with us? So Prime has been instructed to follow the group, um, which he's doing from maybe about 10, 15 feet back. Um, when we get a bit closer and the forest, I assume, starts to thin out a little bit, um, Exley is going to um, essentially come back down and land on Prime's shoulder. Um, and if once we come into view of Valaki, um, is going to turn back into Exley um, and say, I don't feel it would be wise to have Prime enter the town. Perhaps the two of us should wait outside. Two of you? I would agree with assessment. Does, does Prime need constant supervision? To a point. Yeah. He's not likely to go and start attacking people, is he? To a point. <laughs> I suppose Prime is new for Exley. It is difficult to understand. Is there anything you need from town we can get for you, if you'll need? I do not believe I need anything in town. Fair enough. And Beatrice heads for town. Hmm. Are you sure you won't get lonely, Exley? I have... Until four days ago, I have been alone for most of my life. Well, so have I. That doesn't mean it doesn't hurt still. If it is what you are used to, it is understandable that you would not miss company. I find it easier to be alone. I do not look like most others. Well, all right. Um, I'll message you if, um, if anything happens. Very well. I will wait for your message. Good. Or if you hear screaming, come help if there is screaming. We will come assist. 42, can you become bird again? I can. Become bird if you need us. We shall come. I will. Good. Conrad is going to stride towards town. All right. Um, and... Exley and Prime are going to find a little uh, corpse of trees and uh, we will both power down until needed. Sevia mm -hmm. seems very put out as she goes into town. Beatrice is heading straight for the tavern. Okay. Conrad is too. It's fair. Not purposefully to the same one that, C that Beatrice is, but he just ends up going to the same There, one there is place. one tavern in town. Yeah, yeah that's fair. There. He kind of like starts like walking faster <laughs> as it comes into, into sight. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, so 
Um, yeah, you see, uh, there, there are a couple of, um, yeah, a couple of familiar faces. There's, there's the, the, um, I guess the owners of the tavern that you would probably recognize on site. They, they seem a bit, uh, battered and bruised, um, still from, uh, Rick, uh like you're you're able to put together basically this this seems to be them like they these uh injuries that they're recovering from that they sustained uh when Strad came to town. Um, well, it's been less than a week. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's fair. And yeah, they being where ravens fell from a very high distance. <laughs> Uh, yep. Very, very high height. Um, and we know how that can affect someone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm. uh, does Beatrice uh, approach them first? Yes, she it? does. Cool. Uh, good afternoon. Good afternoon. I do not recall if we met officially when you were last in town, but I do recognize you. I don't think we did. I met a few of your kind, but uh, yes. not you particular. I was wondering, I have some things I need to sell. Is there anywhere I can sell them in town? <sighs> or anywhere in Barovia that deals in objects? I, I do not think you'll have all that much luck. Uh, you might be able to find someone... You might be able to find private sellers for objects, but... Uh... Not many uh, of the traders are very sportsmanlike in their sales, shall we say. Mm, fair enough. Uh, and I'm assuming at this point is where Conrad walks up. Mm. Beatrice yes. is going to turn to Conrad. I'm assuming you want to get a couple of rooms and a hot bath. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Conrad's, uh, Conrad here. Yes, I would like to purchase a um, uh, some uh, beds and a bath. And and he like suddenly looks very exhausted after like having been like mm. kind of puffed up the whole time. Like, and a bottle of wine, please. Mm, bottle of wine is good idea. Mm. Yeah. That bottle will just be for me. Well, if you want additional, Beatrice, you can buy yourself. <laughs> Shall we say, uh, are your other two friends uh, here as well? We have another three. Another three. Okay. Um, Shall we say for your for your assistance, uh, the night that Strad attacked. Uh, for now. It will be on the house. On the house. The 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 uh the lodgings and at least at least dinner and drinks for tonight. Hmm. That is well, very generous. Appreciate it. The drink then, how much? The, well depending what just, Your best, yes. obviously. Of course. Uh, that would. 
as the barkeep for uh, Red Dragon Crush. I shall do Red Dragon Crush. Excellent. And he kind of strides over to the... And and you see, like, he, he gives a, a hand gesture to the barkeep um, as you're on your way across. Either <laughs> very good or very bad. <laughs> Excellent. Um, but yes, so he'll stride over to there. Who's the... What's the bar... Uh, yeah, so the bar the barkeep is a uh, very similar look to uh, the other wear ravens. Um, so yeah. ra- raven black hair. Um, this one's got a bit of a beard going on. Um, yeah, how can I help you? Uh, yes, I have been advised to request our red dragon's crush. Uh, yes. Uh, one glass of Your red. Best. Yes, one one stain of uh, red dragon crush coming up and. Passes you a, the the drink of red wine. Excellent. Harry and... looks very pleased. Um, thank you very much. Um, oh. This will do for starters. I'm certain. Much required. Good. Good. And he'll just plop himself down by the bar. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, Beatrice is still with the the owner uh, and. Uh, when might, might we be able to get rooms? I will, um, I will send to, uh, one of the staff and they will, uh, organize it. It would, it would be ready for you come this evening. Thank you. Um, Beatrice is going to walk across to the, uh, bartender. Okay. Hello. Hello. Uh, I might ask for a uh, flagon of your best ale. Well, of course. Uh, Here you go. Thank you. And Beatrice is going to head off to a a big enough table for when everybody else turns up. She's still got the chest and pops it on the floor between her legs as she takes a swig. Um, I guess guess probably Full and Sevia got here. Um, Unless Sevia wanted to go somewhere else. Okay. Sevia no. does not want to go somewhere else. Yeah, so I guess she Paul is still pl- technically covered in blood. Oh yeah, that's a good point. And Esmeralda is <laughs> I guess Paul over here, they're yeah. like, free stay, free drink. And then just immediately like hone in on the bar on the bartender, who apparently is a 10 out of 10 hotness. <laughs> and they'll just be like, hi, uh, mm, hi. Um, I'd like a, a drink. Um, um, uh, what would you recommend? It depends on what you are after. Um, if you would like uh, ale, then uh, we we just have standard ale. Uh, if you would like wine, we have some uh, Red Dragon Crush is the uh, the best that we have. Oh yeah, I um I know I know all about alcohol. Yes. Um, Mm. wasn't a fan of, uh, had wine before. It wasn't as much my thing. Do you think it is ale nicer? It depends, depends on your tastes. Uh, both are alcohol, so they still both have that kind of, uh, burn to them. Uh, well, um, wine is probably going to be a bit more sweet than ale. 
Paul's trying to look like they totally know about alcohols, but it's just like, ugh, less sweet than wine. That's disgusting. Oh, well, I'm sure um, I'm sure that the dragon stuff would be really good. I'll, I'll, I'll get some of that. All right. And pass you some the red dragon crush. Oh, do you want anything, Savia? Savia has been looking incredibly confused by this whole thing. <laughs> um... And she's just going to be like, uh, do you have any hard liquors? Not something that uh, is easy to come across here, unfortunately. Oh. Well, um, I guess I'll just also have some of the Red Dragon Crush. All right. <laughs> and yeah, he hands you some Red Dragon Crush. Imagine, because Conrad popped himself down by the bar, so he's not very far from where these guys are. It's like I've quirks his eyebrow both full of sevia, and then, like, after they've received the thing, kind of, like, inclines his head so that it's, you know, as if it's private, but not too, too like, super, like, whispering either. He's like, have you two not drunk much before? Oh, I've drunk plenty before. Oh, well... I would not have expected that. I suppose. No, um, most, uh, well, university was a very freeing experience for the first six months or so, and then she just starts drinking. Oh, that sounds mm. fun. My whole, um, going oh. up was like, oh, alcohol, it, it, it dulls the mind and it's, it goes against true enlightenment and everything, and then... And then it's, it's just very expensive as well. <laughs> oh, I mean, all those things are definitely correct. And I wouldn't say it was necessarily fun so much as um, unexperience. <laughs> One I have not relived in a very long time. Well, I think a diversion is always good. And I know, of course, having wine with drink with meal is normal uh, from... Any age, but uh, I can certainly understand sometimes it's very freeing to uh, partake. Um, <laughs> yes, that Any is sort age. Mm. <laughs> Well, yes, um, that, uh, that is much what uh, I got up to when I was not uh, having stuffy dinners, so... I can understand in, in kind why if you had not done so when you went to your university that uh, you may have uh, done so in excess. And I suppose your upbringing forward is, uh, hmm, must have been interesting to have grown up around that belief, I suppose. Oh, yes, yes. It was a little weird moving to Serata afterwards, but then I, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't really have the time for such things, but I would be interested. Um, what's your favourite? You seem quite learned on this, so what's your favourite kind of drink? Oh, well, um, I mean, uh, this the kind of like holds the wine, but this is all right. Um, normally the... Uh, uh, 
it is a much uh, we are in Sarata we there are quite finer vintages uh no 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 offense good sir uh he says to the barcave and then turns back to them um but uh well i i'm of course quite knowledgeable in all things um but uh well when i was um you know going out and uh having fun with the boys and all that uh that was uh pretty much any sort of alcohol was uh yes it gets the job done shall we say so um wine of course is nice but uh there are looser things that uh one can always indulge in that uh it gets you drunk so that's uh depends on what your uh, interest in uh drinks are Beatrice pipes up like from flushes. across the room and just yells, I like ale. <laughs> that checks out. Uh, Esmeralda enters and joins uh, Beatrice at the, the table that she's uh, picked out. <laughs> oh, um, do you think we should leave those two alone? I think they might have something going on, don't you think? And she just starts drinking. <laughs> Conrad, like, looks... Um, turns around and looks at uh, Beatrice and Esmeralda and um I guess for a moment like what 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 is the how, how do they greet each other? Oh, they're, I, they're just sitting there drinking in silence. It's not much of a greeting. They haven't been like it unless Beatrice does a greeting, but like from El Be like Esmeralda's <laughs> just it's just like it has been maybe a minute. Since we parted ways, <laughs> this Beatrice. does not. Yeah, this does not yeah. require a separate greeting. Yes. Beatrice just raises her uh, her yeah. drink uh, and just keeps drinking. But I think comfortable with each other. Conrad <laughs> yeah. looks back at the. But I hate this. He looks a little bit. He's like, but they're both, you know. Adventurous women. I, I, I do know Beatrice had. Well, she mentioned something about family before. Uh, <clears throat> that's an interesting assumption to make of them. Well, mostly it's because they both seem to like knives and being quiet. <laughs> um, and also, I don't know, they. They seem nice around, it. not nice, they're definitely very mean to one another, but, you know, a different kind of mean than they are to us. Uh, uh, are you, have yes. you met people like that before, Conrad? Um, Conrad will, like, look uncomfortable, but also kind of, like, very high in the cheeks, um, like, colour, like, mm, no, not really. Um, I mean, I know you know that's well it's uh mm, not uh well it, it's not uh succession is very important in my family and with serratus so um uh, not not as much not that there's any concern mm. with that uh for others uh mm. And uh, he will, like, uh, chug the entire glass of wine very quickly and then, um, 
yes, <laughs> turn back to the bar, I suppose. Swivel around, yes. I did hear that the nobility was weird in Serata, but I didn't really understand. <sighs> yes, um, I will admit the the idea of placing so much energy into the idea of succession, it seems strange. Are you an only child, Conrad? Uh, no, I have... Um... Uh, two older brothers. Uh, oh. They then... are already married and, um, hmm, no children yet, but probably soon, I imagine. Uh, but, but uh, yes. Sylvia gets a very, like, gentle look on her face is the only way I can describe it. And she kind of just goes, well, then forgive me for saying so, but then why does it matter what you do? Ooh. Um, he kind of like looks quite surprised, pre like temporarily quite baby, and then his like entire face kind of flushes, and then he just stands up and like, "I will have bath now. Good, uh, enjoy the drink." And then he will like really quickly kind of like uh, dash back to the um the the, the tavern owner and be like, uh, "Key, I would like bath now. Yes." Yeah, we need to get it ready. I will wait uh, upstairs then. Uh, which which room will it be prepared Again, in? Again, we need to get it ready. Can I pay you extra to get it ready soon? That is not how it works. <laughs> that is normally how it works in an establishment. Not in our establishment. Ah. Uh. He will then, he'll just go and like stand outside, I think, for a bit. Sevia <laughs> <laughs> looks at Fall and is just like, I didn't handle that particularly well, did I? I didn't really know what to do about that either. That, I, yeah. uh, it's such a weird custom. I mean, people have been a little bit weird about, like, oh, what gender are you to me before in Serata that I didn't really get anywhere else? Hmm. I thought the whole thing with nobles was, I don't know, I didn't think it was serious. Yes, no, and this, I don't know about nobility, but this isn't really a thing in Dorum. Fall. Uh, Not in Palace. Oh, You yes. do notice, um, with your passive perception, you do notice from the table, like, um, Esmeralda looking at uh, you and Sevia as if to say, like, uh, are you, are you coming? Am I coming where? Like, to the table. Oh. <laughs> um. Oh, Esmeralda, what, uh... We'll be with you in a moment. What? Just Do having a conversation. Um, what? Um, does one of us go and talk to Conrad about this? Ah, well, I guess the question is, do you think I can make it any worse? Or, and I don't know what you said, what, what you two have discussed about the recent revelation between you two, but what would, would talking to you make it 
better? I don't. Does he need better, or does he just need someone to talk? I don't. I don't know. I don't know what he thinks about me. I've ah, I've never had to have serious conversations with people before. Uh, I haven't. It never gets any easier. Beatrice finishes draining her ale, picks up the chest, and walks outside, following Conrad. <laughs> oh. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no 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 no. Oh that's not good. That's bad. Um <clears throat> So I'm going to stand at the door and listen if I need to interject on what's going on. Um, good plan. I'll sit with Esmeralda. Okay. And you but, keep an eye on her. I do not trust her. By the what? time by the time you get to the table, Sevia, you notice Esmeralda is sitting there with her head in her hands. <laughs> Just... Do you have a headache? <laughs> Something like that. Um, is there any kind of... Do we have medicinal herbs? I can help with that. My mother used to make potions. I could probably make you a healing potion if you'd like. This is very good wine. Have you tried the wine? I'm much more used to whiskey, but this is quite nice, actually. <sighs> and that's where we're going to leave it for this. <laughs> oh, Thanks, <boy>. everyone. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. Thanks, uh, Thanks for listening. Have, have a wonderful week. week. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>